Alright, what's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Monday? Today is the 20th, March 20th, 2023. What's going on out there? How's your week uh, starting? How is your Monday so far? On today's show, like we do every single Monday, going over the weekend picks, and uh, we'll do that today. Weekend record, talk about our thoughts from the weekend, our closing line report, and then I uh, do have some thoughts as well on some different stuff I saw on Twitter. So we'll get to all that on today's show. Remember, if you want to start betting VIG free, check out betteredge.com. B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports, betteredge.com. They've gotten rid of the minus 110. It's a bit of a different process, buying games and and uh, making your bets, but it's worth it. So sign up today, online, betteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD when you sign up for a free $20 upon signing up. All right, so uh, let's get to it. Weekend record three and five on the weekend. We did give out two picks on Friday as part of the kind of like quick pick format on Friday. Those went one and one. We won our game with uh, Kentucky minus four against Providence in March Madness. And then we lost with Carolina plus 105 at Toronto. Uh, Fast forward to Saturday. We went two and one in Saturday's quick picks. We won with uh, Everton uh, plus a half or double chance at plus 165. We won with Winnipeg minus 130 in the NHL. And then we lost with Duke minus three in college basketball. So we were a three and two heading into Sunday. And then we had an 0 and three stinker on Sunday, losing with Marquette in uh, college basketball and then Winnipeg and Tampa in the NHL. So a total of three and five on the weekend. Stay tuned. The first Monday of every month, we do our total record on the show. So talk about wins, losses on the entire podcast, win percentage, break even percentage, units, everything like that. So that's the first Monday of every month. But overall on the weekend, three and five. Uh, Closing line report, we went six, one, and one against the closing lines. Why does this matter? Because this is actually one of two things that we're going to talk about that was a, a topic on Twitter this weekend. People saying closing line doesn't matter, closing line doesn't matter, because there have been some betters out there pretty publicly saying that they've been crushing closing line value, but uh, losing bets. And I saw some comments and people saying, look, closing line doesn't matter. Closing line's overrated, blah, blah, blah. And I'm here to say closing line is not overrated in the long run. You always want to be on the best side of the number. And I've said this plenty of times. If you're just getting going in this and you want a good barometer as to how good you're doing, see if you're beating the lines. I'm much more interested if I'm a new sports better in am I beating the closing line compared to am I winning or losing? Anyone can win or lose short term and misidentify why they're winning or losing. What's a better indication of your skill as a handicapper is what's your closing line value. And it's important that we remember we're giving these games out Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Sometimes games move from when I give it out to when you hear it. Now, usually like if a line moves in five or 10 minutes, we've done it before. We come back on the podcast and say, hey, that line's not going to be out there. But generally, that's not the case because these lines have had plenty of time to move. So by Saturday morning, as long as you listen within you know, a couple hours of the pod getting released, I'd say these lines all should be there. But uh, six, one, and one. So six lines did move against us technically, or it would be in our favor if we already bought um, that we already gave out this weekend. So... Uh, three and five on the weekend. Let's move ahead to something I read on Twitter. Uh, this has to do with a public handicapper uh, called uh, Steve Fezzik. He works for pregame.com. And I honestly think that he's one of the few public handicappers that does a really good job 
on his platform, right? There's a lot of people publicly that don't really know that much about what they're talking about in sports betting. And he's one of those people that does. Um, he made a public statement this week, and I'm not going to go into every tweet and, and, and quote tweets and things like that. But the idea was uh, he, be, he being Steve Fezzik, said he liked a game, Purdue, Moneyline, at minus 4,500. Uh, now, just to refresh, that's betting 45 to win one on any scale. So an ESPN report came out about this, and they said he lost up to, or at least he had placed up to $100,000 to win roughly 2500 on Purdue. Now, the article also says that he did plenty of hedging mid-game, and he was buying on Farley Dickinson and all that stuff. But the point of this being, is it right to buy games like that? Should you be buying games that are minus 5,000 and minus 4,500 and putting a lot of money to win a little bit of money? And I've got a couple different answers for this, okay? It matters, first of all, what our financial situation is looking like. If that's your last $100,000 that he spent on that game, probably not the best investment, right? Because the risk, if it does happen to lose, even if you think that that's, that's very unlikely to happen, it's not worth the ruin of what would happen to our finances, right? If I think he's got million dollars, something like that, if that's the case, or he, I'm sure he's got more than that, but if that's the case, probably doesn't hurt as much. Now, look, losing 100000 hurts for anybody, but your financial situation does make an impact. I always come back to this. Every single bet we make, whether it's a parlay or a money line or a spread, whatever it is, it all comes down to what's the price we're paying on the bet and what should the price be. I'm I'm fine making a parlay if we're paying plus 300 and we should be paying plus uh, 250. Unfortunately, it, it works the other way around when you make a parlay, right? So that's the issue is what's the price? What should the price be? Okay, if the Lakers are minus three, minus 110, we think the Lakers should be minus three, minus 125. That's a good bet. That's a positive EV bet for us, right? If we think whatever, we don't have to keep going through examples. You understand that? Well, it's the same thing for minus 4,500 bets. If this individual thought the line should be minus 7,000 and the line is minus 4,500, technically, that's a profitable bet. Technically, that's a plus EV bet. Now, could it still lose? Of course it could. And that's where it comes back to, is it really worth it? Risk becomes a factor. What does it mean losing that money? Obviously, it sounds nice. Oh, well, they're charging as if it has a, you know... 97% chance to happen. I think it's a 99% chance. Like, yeah, if you're working with a 2% edge, that's a very, very big edge. But, you know, you've got to consider if this loses, what's the, the, the ruin, you know? And I'm sure this individual is fine. You know, he came out in the article. He said he's fine. Financially, he's going to be okay. He did make some moves live. But people were upset. People were pissed on Twitter because he's telling the average person that these are good bets. And the average person who's only betting 10, 20, 50, maybe $100 a game, they don't have the bankroll, they don't have the the patience. They don't it doesn't make sense, right? I put this honestly, this all falls back. I'm sure if you'd ask Steve Fezzik, this this professional who put that out there, if he could have a do-over, he would say yes because if he's going to make those bets fine, don't publicize it though. Right? Because he should realize he's talking like the audience, right? It's like what we do on this podcast. I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to people who largely are not professionals who want to learn a little bit more about sports betting. That's that's the audience. He has to understand when you're on Twitter, it's pretty much the same audience, right? So, uh, you know, it probably just wasn't the smartest to be taunting that or flaunting that out there. 
saying it was a good bet, huge plus EV, very good value. You know, because this is what happens. Not just, you know, it doesn't matter about how you look. Everyone's going to look good and bad giving picks out. I am. Anyone is. Right? It's not about that. It's about people trusting and not understanding the nuances of this industry and then you doing things like that. That seems to be the issue. So, all right. We got to get out of here. Thanks so much for listening today. Whatever you have going tonight, good luck. Hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tonight. Or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.